Well, good evening. Hi, I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. Sorry, I'm used to looking at my computer and not you here. Um, I got to get this on comments. Okay, so um, we got a great topic tonight. We are here at Aesthetics Northwest Services LLC, where they um, we're, we're going to talk about attempted suicide. We're going to talk about ways to cover up the scars from attempted suicide and ways to get the scars out emotionally. I think this is awesome because <laughs> it's both ends. It's like, this is Tiffany. Hi. And Tiffany, I'm going to have you talk really loud. And in fact, I'll probably bring this over here as long as I'm not getting in the way of Ian. So Ian's our tattoo artist. You guys know Ian. And Michelle, <laughs> you know Michelle. Stick your head in here, Michelle. Here, I'll just go that. That's Michelle. We got all kinds of people in here. But I'm going to come over this way a little bit. I, I don't do this very often. So Tiffany, tell them who you are. I'm Tiffany Benson. And... I am a suicide survivor and a self-harm survivor. I have a bakery that I do at home and I have a husband and two dogs. So show the scars, okay? We'll go like this. I'm gonna see if we can see that, yeah. So you are, a, you were a cutter. Mm -hmm. so, tell people, cutter. so tell people what that is. Um, for me, it was cutting myself with either razor blades or glass, anything, a knife I could get my hands on to release emotion that I didn't know how to process. How old were you? I started when I was 12 years old. 12? Mm -hmm. So do you, and I'm just asking you because I don't know, do you cut to die? Is that what you're, or you just I cut, cut to, to hurt? To cut to feel pain so I don't have to feel the emotion that I don't know what to do with. So is it, is this pain here? That you're cutting is that better than the emotional pain mm -hmm. is that what it is it's like this hurts more than what hurts up there or it makes it stop it it makes it release my emotions that i had in kind of stuffs it away into pain so it, it's better for me to feel the pain than it is to feel the emotion that i was having at the moment when i needed to do it so you've been through Years of therapy. Mm -hmm. Years of therapy. I spent my majority of my adult life fighting medications, fighting, knowing that I had a problem until about four years ago, until I got help. And so you don't like looking at the scars? No. It triggers a PTSD for me sometimes. So how is this? So you're going to get a tattoo. I am. Have you done this before? I have a tattoo, but it's 18 years old, and I have never had a scar tattoo before. So other than that, I only have one tattoo. And this is what is happening. This is the, the art that Michelle drew, and this is the first time you guys did Ian. Ian's this is the first time <laughs> Ian has ever done a tattoo. No, oh. no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, they didn't. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. They didn't tell you. Yeah. Oh, oh my. No. So Ian's no, tattooed I'm, I'm, for years. I just drank a lot of coffee. That's okay. I'm not really. I'm be fine. You guys ignore Ian, okay? Because we have to. Ignore work. Ian. So, so this is the first time Ian has ever done one of Michelle's actual artworks drawings, and yeah. drawings and put that on someone else. So, you guys, let me know if you can't hear Tiffany because I want to leave this here. I don't want to be holding this in your face. So, what do you want people to know? Like, especially young boys, young girls other women, people who are out there that are still cutting, because this still happens all the time. Talk about it. Mm -hmm. Talk to somebody, find somebody who you trust enough. Doesn't have to be your parent, doesn't have to be 
your school counselor. It could be a friend. It can be, you know, I talked to my godmother, uh, my parents, one of my parents' best friends about it. I talked to my best friend about it. And then my mother was yeah. my number one fan all growing up. Take me to the doctor, take me to get them stitched up and just find somebody, talk about it, get out. So this part is really important just for you personally, because you, mm -hmm. you're pretty excited about this. Getting, I'm stoked. Yeah. I, I've wanted to do it for years now and I've been scared. And on my last therapy appointment this last week, I said I'm ready to get it covered up. I'm so you ready. guys, I want to show you again. So you, because Michelle will obviously put a after on there too, but that's what we're talking about. Just no, a series of, oh, sorry. You're series okay. of scars like this mm -hmm. and in here. And um, this, this one was a very deep one with glass, a shard of glass. So every time you look at that, it's PTSD. It reminds you of what was, and you're what not that it was person. The recovery and the healing process that is taking years to process. And I safely process emotions now through therapy. And I've healed enough on the inside that this is going to be good closure for me. So what did you learn about yourself? I mean, one thing I obviously yeah. a lot. I learned a lot about myself that I was strong enough to actually cope and process emotion healthy and find an outlet instead of just numbing the pain by pain, numbing my emotions and processing them. So when you were younger, did you not, you could, didn't feel like you could talk to anybody about, nope. I cut so you my internalized legs, it. Cut, you I'd hide, I would cut my legs. I would cut underneath my breast. I would hide it from my parents with long sleeves. I would hide it. And then my mom saw it one day and I mean, she lost it. She didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. I went into counseling. I did therapy. I did family counseling and stopped for a while and then started again and when I was older it really got worse when I started drinking <clears throat> so so a ton of your friends are coming on here and saying we're happy you're telling your story yeah. thank you for telling your story we're so proud of you we work with Aww. you Aww. little hearts and stuff like that um, what is so tell people what you do now though not not necessarily your job yeah but you have a group so kind of talk to folks about this group that you about have. my okay yeah please um, so Last year, I created an all-women's group called Pacific Northwest Women. It's on Facebook. It has 11,000 women, and 8,000 of them are local here to Eugene, Springfield, and surrounding areas. Um, it's a group for women to empower other women to speak about difficult subjects that they can't talk to with anybody else or in any other group without judgment or trolls or people commenting rude things. We don't allow it. And it's a great mental health avenue for people to be able to reach out to talk about this kind of stuff with. And this, so why is this important for women? Because you, is that what you found out in therapy that? You, women need other women <clears throat> for support. There's women who can't talk to their husbands or there's women who don't want their family members to know what's really going on. So they reach out into my group and you get amazing feedback that with no judgment and just 11,000 awesome women there to support each other. 
So a lot of the women are on here saying stuff. We love our group. We love this group. So, okay. So when you, you just said that and I can't resist because, so what, what brings a tear to your eye? Right now? Yeah. That I'm going to get closure and I've been waiting a long time for this. And I just want to look down and see something happy. Was that a different person? A completely different person. I was an alcoholic. I was used alcohol to cope with my pain and things that I didn't want to deal with. And I had a mental breakdown about four years ago and I quit drinking. It'll be four years on October 1st. And I just, my life is happy now. Do you think there's a lot of people out there that that are in the situation you were in and they feel like I will always be this person. Mm-hmm. And that's you not change. true. Yeah, you, Everybody can change, can't they? Yes, everybody can change. If, if you want it, it'll happen. It's not just gonna happen overnight. There's- How no, much work, how much work? You gotta put the work into it. And I what mean, do you mean by work? You, you gotta reach deep inside and work on your own flaws. It's not always everybody else's fault for things that he's done. You need to reach in and really figure out why you do the things you do, why you're the way you are, what's happened, therapy. Like therapy has been such a blessing to me. So. Okay. I'm going to let Ian put that on there, but we got somebody else here. It's a perfect segue. Come move over here by me, if you would. All right. So tell people who you are. I'm Dr. Kim Metcalf. I am an educational developmental psychologist. I taught um, college for 15 years, and my main um, role was to use a developmental lens and help people learn to build their social, emotional, physical, creative um, skills. And I also had a a tragedy of my own. Um, My daughter was a cutter. And what, 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 what? My daughter, she also Abigail, cut. cut. Um, she attempted and succeeded at suicide. She died in 2012. And I have I'm dedicated sorry. my life to helping people with emotional trauma. Um, Tiffany made a lot of good points. And one of the things she said is the embarrassment, um, the pain, and the shame that people hold and how much work it takes to be able to look at yourself and start owning what's happening to you and finding your way through it. Uh, I'm very proud of you, Tiffany. I'm so happy to see this. Does that, is is that why you do what you do because you lost Abigail and- Yes, yes, my my job is, um, I really um, write programs for trauma-informed practices. What does that mean? Many of our children have been traumatized and trauma comes in a lot of different ways. And a lot of times we think of trauma as a physical assault to the body, but there is trauma to um, the psyche and we call it psychological trauma. So children that are exposed to trauma, it could be in the form of a child that gets bullied every day, a child that gets teased every day, uh, children who are mistreated by their parents, um, parents, um, my my daughter's father, my ex-husband, was an alcoholic. Um, he actually died six years after her suicide. 
and he died from liver cirrhosis because he drank so much. And so our children are harmed by these things. One of the things we aren't doing in our schools and even in our homes is um, talking to children in ways that help them build resiliency skills. Okay, so, so how would that work, especially right now with COVID? How do we do that? Okay, so one of the things is we always tell our children, be honest, you know, be fair, be kind, be, be, be. But we don't teach them how you choose, what honesty looks like, what kindness looks like. How in do you, fact, how do you, don't we often show them the opposite? Yes. One of the things that I see yes. on, on this, is, this is, it makes me, infuriates me, is stop bullying. Stop bullying. And then the, the very parent is going online and bullying other people. Yes. And it's like, and kids see that. And they our know. leaders are big bulliers too. Well, right? yeah. We see so, it everywhere now, especially with COVID, right? If you wear a mask, if you don't wear a mask, if you get the vaccine, yeah, you don't, you don't have the mask, you don't wear the mask, right, you care about right. And so teaching our children, and that, that's the very thing that's going to cause them the problem. Exactly. Exactly. And then if you're always telling kids what's right and what's wrong based on your own perspective and opinions, what happens when they are not able to follow that. For example, I know that a lot of people are just absolutely opposed to someone being gay or transgender. Um, and that's fine. We all have our own rights and our own opinions. But if you're saying that around your child, but you don't even right. know who your child's going to become yet, you're, right. you're putting them in danger. And so, yes, they will start to do things and they will start to act out and they will cut because they're emotionally damaged. So explain to them, here's what I think, but here's what, here's what happens. Here's what I think, but make it so it's not a judgment call. Well, like, what I like to say is ask instead of telling. Okay. Ask. So you can ask a child. So I, this happened um, I was coaching a family and the young, the young man wanted to take ballet lessons and his father was totally opposed to it because he said, oh, you're going to be a sissy, blah, blah, blah. And then the mom said, well, we're afraid that he's going to be teased. We're afraid that he is going to be put down. And I said, why don't you talk to him about what your fears are and then ask him how he would like to proceed? Wow, that's good. Mm -hmm. you, you do know what you're doing. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this, and it's kind of a weird question, but I'm famous for my weird questions. Okay. So when you do your work and you do the things you do, what would you want to say to Abigail? What I would say to her is, I wish... I would have known what I know now. I wish I could have saved you, but I'm going to honor your life right. and I'm going to save other kids. Yeah. I'm going to save other adults, other human beings. I'm going to use everything in my power to get the word out to adults, how to interact with kids, what we say to them, the difference the, the difference of what we say to our children and how we interact with them. And I would love to say to every parent out there, when you bully your child, you're killing your child. Right. If you're a teacher and you're bullying a child, you are killing that child's spirit because they are emotional beings. And don't you think um, what... I don't know what, I guess what I learn as I get older is different is really good. And culture doesn't, we talk about, we, we honor diversity and differences, but we don't, and we should. 
And I think as we get older, you just don't you just stop caring. It'd be fun to go to Abigail and just go. It, none of this mattered, and, and it, all, all the things that we thought mattered that doesn't matter. And I would go back to my kids and say the same thing. There's so many. I remember one time when, when one of our sons wouldn't go to the bathroom, and he's two, and he wouldn't do the, the poop thing. And we went, finally went to the doctor, and he says, and the, and, the, and the doctor says, "Do you think he's going to be 16 and not pooping in the toilet?" It, exactly. So, Give it a break. It doesn't matter because everybody else's kids were pooping at two and a half or something. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And that's the thing. Comparing is the worst thing ever. Oh, for adults too. For all of us, comparing is, it's, well, it says every, every, every religion tells you not to do it. And we still don't get it. We don't. We don't. And we're, we put each other down and we judge each other. And I think the one thing I've learned is stay out of judgment. Stop judging other people. Right. If you believe something, then that's good. You it, believe it, fine. but don't try to make anybody else believe it. That's fine, right? And yeah. we are right in the we're the heart of that right now. We are. We're definitely so in the heart. What do you of it. think that we're? You were saying something earlier, and I want you to kind of address this just a little bit. Through this, I think a lot of parents are struggling with COVID and how to talk to their kids, and how their kids are bored. They want to go back to school. All, all the different things. What what's one piece of advice you could give to parents about this whole situation? Honestly, I would say to buy my book, I did write a book called um, Let's Build Extraordinary Youth. And the reason that I wrote it was to make sure that I could get into the hands of every parent in the least expensive way, how to interact with children. There's 14 strategies in there and some are so simple. Oh, look. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Right there, <laughs> Michelle actually brought it. She's like, she's like the lady on, um, on, um, what, what was it? You know, the, the dating game or so. It's you know, here it is. You know, no, Michelle, Michelle, come here, take this. Now, wait, slip down here. So, you wrote now, don't come in yet. Wait, wait, no, go on, wait for your signal. So, hey, you wrote a book, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> well, look. There it is. <laughs> okay, but that was the weirdest thing ever, but I really like that. No, that but, in, awesome. but in all seriousness, I wrote it because I was trying to think of how can I get this information okay, into every parent and teachers, by the way, Ready? into their hands. And this is for every, no matter what race, gender, gender identity, height, size, color, pronoun, whatever, whatever pronoun you use, anything. If we use these strategies with our kids and they're research tested and in the book, it's going to explain all of that. The right parenting style, the right disciplinary style, everything. If we use those strategies, we could change the world. We could save so many lives. Because don't you think sometimes, and I Tiffany, I would ask you too, don't you think sometimes that the kids that don't fit in are really these kids that in the end are going to be the amazing people? You know what I mean? You get, I think you get targeted sometimes yes. because you're different. I was. And, and, and I, I was think too. a lot of kids, like especially on the spectrum, I think, mm. you get to yes. the, the autistic yes. spectrum, yes. I think there's a lot of kids are misunderstood and then yes. they turn into Bill Gates yes. or Zuckerberg. I mean, these are all people who are on the spectrum. You can just tell by listening to me talk and you're going, and then, and we make fun of this because it's different from what we do. If we would just accept that uh -huh. and make it flourish and um, we wouldn't have any more cutting. And I bet Tiffany, I would be willing to bet that you're a sensitive. I bet mm -hmm. you're a very sensitive human being. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that, and Abby was also, and so some of our kids, mm -hmm. 
they're sensitives. Uh -huh. when you, when you can feel and other yeah, emotions. it's yeah, it's really hard for them. My daughter would come home and talk about kids that were getting bullied, and she would be so upset. Mm -hmm. And so, a lot of kids are sensitives, and they cannot handle some of the crazy that's going on, especially now. Right, right. That's a feeling that never goes away either. No, you no. Know, that feeling of being bullied and that sensitivity. I was called a sensitive child myself. I was an awkward, ugly duckling too. No. I was like, well, not a swan. Now you're. No, I think you're kind of pretty there, huh? You know, I'm not. So I know you have a boyfriend. I'm not, and I have a wife. We're just talking. This is just for fun. Don't write me because I won't write you back. Yes, and um, I'm madly in love with my boyfriend. All right. So, so thank you. Okay, okay. So guys, that was awesome. Tiffany, we're back. Oh look, it's on your. Okay, so the stencil's on. Hold on. Look, the stencil's on. And you know what's so cool about this? And another way that you might not even think about, because I think it's kind of cool, is now you are going to carry Michelle's artwork on your body for the rest of your life. And so then you can look back on these things and you can kind of go, oh my God, that was, instead of, you know what's kind of cool about this too? Excuse me, I'm getting my finger in the artist's way. But what used to you looked at and reminded you of pain, you now can look at and can it gives you control. I'm already looking at it and it's making me happy. <laughs> Well, I'm already getting closure from this. Like I look at it just like this, and I'm like, okay, we're done. Well, it's but gonna be very. Okay, so Michelle, come here. Okay. Um, Michelle okay. does more than just hold books for us. Yes. Oh, you want to sit here? No, I'm sitting down. Oh. Okay. So just pop down here. Here. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll grab it. I'll grab it. You guys, I'm so sorry. I haven't got all your all your things on here. Um. But you're, there's tons of you out there. So, Michelle, talk to them about kind of how you guys help people with what you do. And I'm going to pull some of these bikes up here. Whew. Well, pretty much every day is a day where I personally feel fulfillment and joy and closure for some stuff in my own life. Anytime I can help somebody feel or look their best, it actually floods my brain with dopamine and makes me feel good, too. Um, Childhood trauma, like like Dr. Metcalf said, comes in many different forms. I was bullied pretty bad as a child. I went through many different situations in my life where I myself felt suicidal. And in fact, that's the day that I met Ian. I was very suicidal. And I decided to go back to work one more day and did some CPR and saved his life and he saved mine. So in a nutshell, I'm not going to make you cry right now. So you guys, but you guys, because I think there's a lot of people like with even different, not just those kind of scars, but other kind of scars, like people who, you know, like, oh, my wife just got one from a bike accident. So all of her arm and I looked at her, I go, honey, you're going to get a tattoo now. And she's going, oh, I don't know. Okay. So but this morning I did. There's ways you could do that. This morning I did um, a consultation where I'm actually going to repigment a scar and it's going to be the same skin color as her skin. So but, you, that hides it by making it look like it's normal, like just normal skin. Yes. However, it doesn't tan. So in the summertime, when you repigment a scar, it will not tan like the rest of the skin around it. So it's still going to show, but it's just not going to be as much of a contrast because when you have a white scar next to skin tone, it stands out a lot more than you have when you have a pigmented scar next to skin tone. I mean, right. But if somebody might be gets, confusing. especially on face, like up in here, like mm -hmm. if somebody has a cut and they don't want to have a tattoo there. Right. You can do things I do to do make that. that. Yes, I do uh, surgical repigmentation. And she also, just so you know, well, the last month we were in here doing a trans man, man uh, 
coloring his penis because it was pure white. Mm. I mean, like, well, we, we? yeah, we were. <laughs> what were we doing? I didn't say we. It was he, Ian. Ian did. I was saying we, as in the group of us. We're uh, a team now, Ian. Yes. What you do, I do. Right. So it was like that white, and then it, and they showed pictures, and it looks completely normal. You can find those where on the website. You have to, but. Can't put them on Facebook. They're going website. And and the thing about it is, is I'm vetting everybody that requests to see the phalloplasty images because it's serious. It's not something yes. I want people to steal and make into memes or mockery out of because it's real and it's serious. And I value my clients and they are HIPAA privacy protected. And every image also is encrypted. So I will know where it goes. And it see, but it looks completely normal. Yes. And then Mich Michelle also does nipples on women who've had their breasts removed and then had, had implants put in, but it's just skin. And so it's not, it doesn't really feel like a breast because it doesn't have a nipple. So we're hardwired to see nipples. So right. when you look down and you don't see a nipple, it, it, it does something here that makes you not feel like you're a real woman. Well, that has to be pretty cool to be able to do this. Though. It is. You know, I mean, cause you really are, I mean, I saw the trans man's face after you were, when you're working on it and it was changing everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> when we Ian, excuse me just a moment i'm having trouble with the talent over here <laughs> you need to be that's, you need to be giving a, tiffany a tattoo i thought we were thought we, we were are a team and okay. your part is over there oh my god he's so hard to control you're married girl. um you can't control my husband so you guys aesthetics northwest services um you're getting a new location we are actually yeah we are in the process of moving we are doing some remodeling of our new location and we are opening up body mind soul studios so varga inc will be there aesthetics nw services will be there and a few other professionals that we are not at liberty to name quite yet but where's that can you say where it's going to be it will be on the corner of chambers and 18th the old subway building so you can still get on the website find out all the information but you'll go to a different location starting you know when... um for sure july 1st okay. but if sooner i'll let everybody know all right so if you last time after we did the, the last show you had a ton of people coming in and calling you yes because there's a there's a real need for this kind of thing so so if you have scars and and you're dealing with your emotional scars but the physical scars are are in the way they can take care of that even if it's a surgical scar from a facelift you know and you don't want your hairstylist to know that you had some work done i can get rid of it <laughs> michelle and ian I just I gave it to you guys. They're the cover-up king and queen. Oh, there you go. Right. Oh. So while you're busy uncovering your deep emotional things, they're covering up the stuff that needs to be covered up. That's kind of a cool thing. It's so it's, cool. It's teamwork, you know. It is teamwork. Tiffany, how? Oh, does it hurt? Is that? It doesn't hurt, does it? It's not hurting yet. You know what she said. This and yeah, so uh, just okay, go ahead. Uh, and and for the record, our our numbing agents are top of the line. They, yeah, they. Nobody ever told me about numbing agents. Well, that's because they didn't want you. Never mind. No. I almost cussed. I almost cussed. I didn't, so I cut myself. It's Facebook. You can. <laughs> I do it all the time. I think it's okay. Tiffany just said that she felt like she was getting this tattoo for Abby. Oh. Oh, that's sweet. And this is the other thing. We There's a lot connection. of healing going on. It's mm. connection. <laughs> There's a lot of healing going on. Fantastic. Even to those of us who may or may not divulge the inner traumas that they're dealing with at this point in time. Yeah. We all Everybody goes, goes through a plethora of 
thoughts and emotions every day. I think we just need to learn to not cast judgment upon everybody just because they don't look like you or feel like you or, or you think you, you think that they don't feel like you, but you know, they're, they're people too, you know? No matter how bad you're feeling or how down you are, if you're thinking that there's nothing else you can do, please let the moment pass. Because our emotions change from moment to moment. Stay, stay and live your life. You're meant to do something extraordinary and beautiful in life. That's why you were born. Get help, make it through, stay. <clears throat> okay, so Daniel, I just read your comment. Um, I wrestle with the fact that I'm so happy I know what I know now and the impact I'm having, but hate the reason why I know what I know to my core. I Can I just say something? I, I love the way you write. That made me think really hard, and I can totally understand what you're saying. Because huh. I get that. Um, and I don't, I don't know what to say, but I don't know that you need to sit here and listen to Rick Dancer tell you how to live your life because Rick Dancer doesn't even know how to live his own life. But I totally relate. I totally relate to what you just said. That is, a, I think that is a powerful statement. If I was you, and because I'm going to do this, <laughs> I would write that down. <laughs> Whenever you say something like that, you're probably a profound dude, Mr. Isaacson. Um, your last name is based off of a very uh, powerful dude in the Bible. Mm. Um, so there's probably a connection in Daniel also. So you've got yeah. like that double whammy there. But you might write that down and kind of, I, if it was me, I'd write it down and then I'd tell what that means to me. And then if I was you, and if that's me, I'm going to ask you, would you write me and tell me what that is? Because I'd like to know what you're thinking, because that could probably help me kind of formulate that in my head. And that's the that might be We all have show. a different perspective. That's how it works. That might yeah. be a great show. That's, how, that's how it works, Daniel. Mm -hmm. um, Christy, I can't wait to see tomorrow Tiffany. Hi, <laughs> uh -huh. Christy. She said, hello. Daniel Patrick, I said, me too. Okay, Annie, now we're on a trip. Okay, here. Annie, now Annie is part of the Suicide Prevention Coalition of Lane County. She is another amazing connection and resource person. Um, we've also been discussing doing another episode related to this and having the Suicide Prevention Coalition come on in. So Annie, if you see anything on here like um, that people are asking questions and you feel like it's, it's the right thing to do, go ahead and reply to them on here. Um, or you can click on their name and then go to their message board and give them a private message if you'd want to. I would like this to be not just, I mean, about a 30-minute show, but if people are really getting information from this. Right. And so if, if you see something that I have missed or somebody else, I didn't get to go through all of these things, I think that would be really super helpful yes. for people. And if you are feeling like you want to take your life, um, there are suicide hotlines and Annie, if you would put that on there, cause you know it and I don't, would you put it in the comment section for me? If you are feeling like nobody cares and nobody's listening, that's a lie. It's not true. Mm -hmm. There are people who will listen to you. Um, there are lots of people who will listen to you. And I'm one of them. I'm also one of them. I saw you on TV two nights ago on oxygen about the Eugene gang mom. Yep, I was on a special about uh, Mary Thompson, mm -hmm. and I didn't get to see it, so I don't know what they did to me <laughs> or how they put me on there, but I think it's really important that um, people are accountable for what they did, and I'll leave it at that. Um, as a grandparent who has relatives who attempted this, I give unconditional love. Let them vent 
and they know that no matter what, I love them where they are, no matter what, when. So you're a grandparent, Tina. You know, one time I got caught stealing um, from a store and I was my parent, my mom was there and my little sister and my grandma. And I, they, I mean, I got I was shoplifting and they took me into the back room and my mom came in there, grandma went to the car and we drove home and my mom said, your dad's going to kill you. And I said, yeah. So I was scared of him. But the thing that hurt me the most was my grandma lived next door to us and we pulled up to her house and I opened the door and grandma got out of the car. She turned around and looked, she had tears coming down her face and she says, Ricky, I will always love you, but I hate what you did today. Mm -hmm. And 20 years later in therapy, they said, who's the person who loved you the most that unconditionally? I said, it was my grandma because she, I, I never forgot that. So yeah, grandmas are important. Grandparents are super important and you don't have to be physically related to someone to be a grandparent, <laughs> you can be a neighbor. Um, you can be anybody to be somebody's grandparent or their parent even. Um, there's a lot of foster parents who are more parents than their parents are. Danny is an absolute rock star. Um, hey, Rick, New York, Kathy, you know I know about this. Oh, yes, I know who you are. Yeah, I do, Kathy. You've got it, Rick. If you need any help finding assistance, please reach out to me directly. Um, Okay, and you're going to post links. Perfect. That's mm -hmm. what I want you to do. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, Isaacson is also a volunteer. Perfect. Oh, perfect. Daniel, I still want to talk to you. Yeah, we I want to know what that means. All of them over. I want that is. Annie messaged me. <laughs> Here we go. So happy you are finally getting this done. Tara. Tara. I love you, sissy. Aww. Your sister loves you. Lo oh, Daniel, you wrote a long one. I love it. Dan, I'm a suicide prevention coalition co-chair. If I put this up, it and won't NAMI, cover everything. Perfect. And with uh, NAMI, um, I've joined because my friend died of mental illness. And at first I wanted to fight the world, but I decided to fight the, f the feeling because I figured the world would win. Dude, you are like a walking wow. profound wow. person. <laughs> if you seriously, if you and I went on a hike together, if anyone else, was, <laughs> if anyone else was with us, they would be, they would be running from us because we would be like, oh, no, I can go so deeper me. than you. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No, Ian will, get just as, Ian will go just as uh, philosophical on you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, here it is. Here's the suicide prevention line. Um, Tara loves you, too. Um, we're having a love fest here. Mm -hmm. All right. You guys. And so I say that all the time. That's what it's about. Love, love, yeah. kindness and and consideration for your fellow human. So, you guys, why don't we like kind of since it's our little show. Ours. Mm -hmm. Ours. 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 Since it's our little show, we should just like make a pledge that we don't have to judge what other people do. You know what I mean? If you if you are uh, and that means everything. I mean everything's everything's off the table. That means are on the table. You can't you can't pick on people because they think differently. You can't think about pick on them because of the color of their skin, their sexuality, their pronoun, their mask wearing or non-mask wearing. You can't do any of it. Vaccinated, because vaccinated. vaccinated or not vaccinated, Democrat, it's none of your damn business. Yeah. So oh, why gosh. don't we just start getting along again and trying to find some common ground and work together and quit dividing ourselves. That's yes. what they want. They want mm. us to be divided. Oh, yes. And let's There's just not do that anymore. Yep. Treat know? others the way that you want to be treated. Right. Say that again. Treat others the way that you want to be treated. No. Oh, Tiffany. The only person I judge is the person I was the day before. Yes. <laughs> There's yes. your profound moment of the day. Mm -hmm. The only person she judges is the person that she was the day before. Mm -hmm. um, 
I have somebody, a friend of mine, he always says, I say, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing so well, my yesterday's jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so go out and make yesterday jealous because our tomorrow jealous of today or today jealous of tomorrow. So just have a good day and thank you. Thanks you guys for doing this. Yeah, that was fun. Thank, thank you so much. You. Thank you to our, our experts. Bye. Look at their holding hands. It, <laughs> it doesn't hurt. I wanted my mommy, but yeah. I've got a mommy here. She's Aww. got a mommy. All right. So you guys take this, do this for me because Facebook's kind of screwed up. So share this on your page for me because yes. if you just take it, share it, that helps Michelle and Ian. That helps the topic. That helps more people like Tiffany. That helps more people like Ab. That just gets the word out about what's going on. And all you got to do is take it, share it on your own page. I'm not asking you to go out and tape, share it on other people's. Just put it on your page. And the other thing you don't know is somebody may come on your page and they're going, oh, my God, I was feeling like I wanted to cut or I was feeling like I was going to take my life. And you never know when something that was said here today could change that person's life. Absolutely. So that's how this works. Um, it is social media. And that's the good part that we can do. All right. So um, I'm Rick Dancer. And tomorrow night, oh, that's Ian. We. We are Rick Dancer. We are Rick Dancer. Here's the, the dark version. I am the true get real version. And we are, oh here's, the, here's the angel on the side. We need a, I'm on the beard right now. I feel like I'm in a freak show. You are. And, and, and I fit in. Oh, this is. Like, oh. Just kidding. So tomorrow night, um, Senator Betsy Johnson uh, from the Portland area is a friend of mine. And I called her the other day and I said, what happens if the governor shuts us down again um, this week? And she's going to come on and talk about it because I want to know how do we get legislators to get involved in this whole process, too. And I want to get some information for her. And she is amazing. I'll tell you what we're not going to do. We're not going to go get ga uh, gallons of gasoline and, and, and start rioting. Oh, no. no, yeah, you're right. No, no. This is what are some things we can actually do to get the word out and get things going. And so she will be on our show joining us tomorrow night. And you will love her. She is a she is an amazing person. And then on Wednesday, I, I, you know, I think I have a missing person. Some people I just talked to him today. A young man's been missing for a year, oh my God. and not a lot's being done about it. And I don't know much about the case, but um, I don't Michael? have to. No, well, yeah. it could be anything because he's got some history. But you know what? We all do. And mm -hmm. so I said to him, you know, if I was a news guy, I'd probably have to call somebody and say, um, "Can I do this?" But um, the family needs us, so yeah. we're just going to do it. So that's coming up later this week, too. That's what Get Real is all about. And we need to share, share, share that story, And too. share, share, share that, too. All right, thanks. And, oh, my God, that's looking good. I'm, oh my I was gosh. actually looking at her. Uh, oh, yes. Too. I said, yes, I was looking at her, and Ian's going, thanks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Yeah, all right. Have a good, we, we were, we were. Have a good night, you guys. Thank you. And, night, and watch night. the information. Share it. Keep right, peeping on your later. shoulder. <laughs> I love you. What's happening to me? <laughs> <laughs>